Hey there. This is JD. Welcome to another edition of Run Talk Run. I'm out for a short run today. Probably just do four miles. Call it a day. Then I have a bunch of other chores to do today. Before noon, and the blazing heat comes back, although I'm sure it'll get plenty warm. Probably before the end of this run. Not too bad right now, though. 72 degrees. Which for August, early in the morning, in South Central PA, you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse. I have done worse this year. So, walking up the hill here. We'll get to my start. And get going. So, this episode's gonna be unique in that I'm gonna attempt to compile a number of previous recordings. I believe four is the count I'm up to now that I've recorded and then for whatever reason, just opted to not use. So I have some pre-vacation recordings. I thought there was some good stuff in that. I'm gonna snip out the good stuff. Of course, I had a visit up to my mom's house in central New York at the very beginning of this vacation. There's some good stuff on that recording. And then, of course, there's this. So I will try and fill in where we are now. And then in the middle, you will hear previous shows, or at least segments of them, and then we'll wrap it all up in a nice pretty bow with again where we are today. That's the plan anyway. We'll see if the plan actually transpires. All right, so top of the hill, ready, so let's do something. It's on. Okay. Doing something a little different for you guys today. I have knocked down the beep a few decibels, so it won't be as loud. Hopefully it won't be so quiet that I won't hear it, but I think it will be good. 
think we'll be good. So we'll start off. I'm now in the middle of my vacation, so assuming this gets posted later today. Dead center in the middle of my vacation week. Which is the first vacation in August that I have taken since 2016. And the only reason I took a vacation and I'm barely here, okay, but it's okay. Um, the only reason I took a vacation then was because I was in between jobs, but yeah, taking a a summer vacation of a full week is not a common thing for me. Not something I was ever really in the habit of doing. I'm not saying I've never done it, but it's not common. So, but this year decided, yep, we're going to do it. It's been a long year. ourselves a week off in the summer. Of course, the week that I decided to take off was another one of these blisteringly hot weeks. So if I had taken last week off, I would have had this week that looked and felt like early mid-September here. I know. Highs in the, low, in the upper 70s to low 80s. You know, that 78 to 81 degree range. And that's in the afternoon, right? That's, not, that's as hot as it gets. Most of the day, your 60s and 70s. You know, breeze. It was just glorious. It's just glorious weather. And, uh, and of course, that wasn't my week off. I worked that whole week. So I was inside looking out at it for most of that. So it's nice when I got out though. And then of course this week, which, you know, one of the outer rims of hell has decided to en encompass South Central PA. So we'd have probably the longest heat wave of this year happening right now. So we hit 90 on Sunday. Right. Hit 90 on Monday. Hit 90 yesterday. <clears throat> Gonna hit 90 and keep going today, tomorrow, and Friday. So we are in the middle of essentially two heat waves back to back. A heat wave being defined as three days in a row when the temperature reaches 90 degrees. So, I believe we've done five days in a row this year. Earlier in, I think in July, but we're gonna make six this week. And today, tomorrow, and Friday, we're gonna have heat indexes well into the hundreds. So there is a off chance that our actual temperature here on either Thursday or Friday, I'm not sure which one, it's one of those two, 
may actually be on, not the heat index, the actual temperature may be 100. So in that case, now we're looking at a heat index like 110, you know. Okay if you live in Phoenix, right? Because you don't have the, you don't have the dew points and the humidity, but <clears throat> no bueno here. No bueno, no bueno. So, yep. So, of course, it means anything that I need to do, I'm going to have to do it early. Because it's just not going to be safe to be outside. So. That's where we're at. So, got up early. Put our animals outside so they get some outside time. You know, barn animals aren't made to hang in a barn. It's just where they keep them safe. So, keep them out till probably about 11. Probably be ridiculous by 11. We'll have to bring them in, so. When I'm done with this, I have to go and get the, the barn ready for them, which of course means freshen up their water, or maybe even clean out a bucket or two. Because I don't know if you know this, all farm animals drool. Yep. Yep, they drool. Horses like to dunk hay to make it easier to chew. And of course, you know, then you have all that hay slop sitting in their water, so it's, it's not particularly clean. And again, they don't have the same intestinal issues that people do when it comes to somewhat brackish water. But, nonetheless, clean water is better for them, just like it is for you. So, there we are. So we'll do that. Already got the mighty barn fan going, since the air moves. Because once again, you know, we're gonna get all this heat and bye-bye breeze. It's gonna be hot, really hot, and basically still. So, yeah, it's like walking into a dry sauna and uh, just staying there. That's what it feels like. So, there you go. There you go. <clears throat> All right. here for a sec. All right. So like I said, then we'll get them inside. And then the rest of my day will happen indoors. So we can work on that, but I have some fun indoor stuff planned for today. We'll talk about that at the end of this show. But I promised you some podcasts. I promised you some episodes you have yet to hear. So let's get to those. We will uh, I'll try to get them in order. That's the plan right now. Is to uh, give you the 
Cliff's Notes, as it were, of each of these. I had thought of uh, getting really crazy and having them back to back to back, like, hello, it's JD. And the next one, hello, it's JD. The next one, hello, it's JD. And it's funny in my head, but I have a strong sensation. It will not be funny recorded. It'll be annoying. So, we'll leave it as being funny in my head. So there you go. All right. On with the other stuff. And when we return to me, we'll wrap this up and put a bow on it. See you then. Ready, set, let's do something. Trying something new today. So I've I've changed my usual long run ratio to be a, the same ratio as that of my race. Ratio, which is a three to one. That's what I use. So right now races are 90-30. Of course, it's a three to one ratio running to, to walking. And I decided, you know what? For the long runs, it was 60-30, which is actually two to one. And I decided, yeah, I'm running less. I'm running 30 seconds less. Let's just make that three to one. And instead make that 60-20. So we'll keep the same ratio, but we'll run less. So. <clears throat> and hopefully we'll cough less. So that's my second attempt at a show. For this episode. recorded one yesterday that I think yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10 it had a good chance at being a solid 7 until I got down to my driveway and hit stop and realized I didn't need to because the batteries had died somewhere in the middle So much for that show. I can tell you that it was all about baseball <clears throat> and all the changes that have happened to my Cubs. So probably, probably divine intervention for those of you who are less interested in all things baseball. But since I've mentioned it, you know, my my Cubs have given up the 2021 season and had a fire sale of not every good player. They have lots of them. 
Cubs problem is here is it just can't all be good at the same time. You know? It's like, oh, it's Monday. This is good. This is Rizzo Day. Oh, Tuesday. That's Contreras Day. Wednesdays are Bias Day. Thursdays are Bryant Days. Friday is Wisdom. Saturday is a pitching day. Whoever happens to pitch that day. You know, it's, it's like, you know, it's called a baseball team because you're all supposed to be, you know, at least relatively good at the same time. But no. So. And we've lived just too much on the long ball. Not enough people on base. So, you know. Not sure what the actual figures are, but you know, if we've hit a hundred home runs this year, and I'm sure the Cubs have hit a hundred home runs, I wouldn't be surprised if 80 of them were solo home runs. Yep, it's just been solo shot, solo shot, solo shot. We have men on base swinging this. So, I know. <clears throat> so, we'll move off the topic of sports. We'll move on to the topic of training. So, today's my long run. <clears throat> so, I have moved my long runs to Sunday, if you didn't already know, which is part of the reason why Anthony and I can't run together again. He just got into a place where he is actually available on Saturdays. And I've had to change my routine so that I have Saturdays free so I can get some work done around our property. Because I literally need a full day. <clears throat> Too many months of coming home after like a 14 mile run and thinking that I was going to do something constructive around the house only to find out what that meant was take a nap you know watch a movie you know order a pizza all very cool things but doesn't do a darn thing on our little farm hat, so. Re-shuffled the cards. So now, runs are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then Saturday's a day off, so. Can literally get up, have some coffee, a little bit of breakfast and get outside, start doing something, so that by yeah, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, I've put in a good eight hours, most of it before the searing heat of the afternoon. And then I can come in, take a shower, and take a nap. 
speaking of 70s, so as many people know who are my friends, I'm not back on Instagram. I'm loving Instagram because, again, Instagram is just pictures and video. It's no social commentary. It's no political commentary. It's just, hey, look, here's a picture of my dog. Here's a picture of the sunset. Here's a picture of me playing something really cool on the bass. Yada, yada. You know? Just just gives you a chance to remind yourself when all the craziness going on in life that it's not all crazy. There is still good stuff out there. So, you know, it's not all people at each other's throat over something. Which I think we all need at least from time to time. So, anyway... There's one guy on there, Fernando Rosa, is his name, and he's a bass player, which I am. Not dare to say I'm particularly good at it. I'm kind of beginner intermediate, so I can do some stuff. I can do definitely do stuff you recognize, but is anyone going to hire me for their for their band anytime soon? Probably not. Probably not. But I still enjoy it. It's still a fun activity. And uh, I really enjoy people who can do it really well. So this guy can do it really well. But this guy, he's got the 70s fro. He's got the just this uh, kind of Midway uh, ZZ Top beard. But, you know, Fernando Rosa, he's Hispanic. So, I mean, you know, unlike Billy Gibbons or the late Dusty Hill, may you rest in peace, Dusty, who had Caucasian beards that moved in the wind. This is a, this is basically a beard that looks like a fro on his face. I mean, this sucker, it comes straight down, it doesn't move, all right? He doesn't grow one as big, but I'm sure my buddy Carlos could do this as well. I mean, this sucker, you go through a gale, this sucker ain't going anywhere, it's just perfect. Just like right there, boom. Just good looking Spanish beard. He's got this big thing. <coughs> and uh, he does these little videos where he's playing the bass. And he's got the whole 70s outfit. He's got the shirt that's unbuttoned down to his navel. Got some sort of chain hanging down. Of course, you got the fro, got the beard. He's a good bass player. And he's playing the bass lines over, you know. 70s music. So, a lot of pop, a lot of slap. Some 60s. He just recently did one for the Jackson 5. I want you back. Which is a really funky bass line. 
And then, of course, as he's doing this, for probably half of them, he's dancing at the same time. I actually commented to the guy, I said, you know, I don't know what I'm more impressed by, by the dancing or the bass playing, but both of them are right on to use the 70s lingo. If I were to meet him, I would say, slip me some skin, brother. Because that stuff you're laying down is solid. That's heavy, man. Very heavy. So, yes, I remember the 70s. I like the 70s. Uh, so, yeah, if you get a chance, check them out. Fernando Rosa. Pretty cool. Speaking of my buddy Carlos, so yours truly, JD. I now have a new moniker, I think, thanks to my buddy Carlos. I'm now JD, the Trailblazer. Carlos is now taking a baby step into the world of stereo recording. And he's doing it the same way that I first did it. Two handheld recorders. And I'd have one Anthony have the other. <clears throat> and then syncing them together, or at least I think so. Um, and then allowing you to kind of get the idea of a stereo recording. So, I have, I have started something with this idea, so pretty cool, pretty cool. <clears throat> Just sent me an email that he tried it out with the lovely Mrs. Jackal is very happy with the with the uh, the outcome. Now he's going to try it with one of his running buddies out there in British Columbia. So. so be listening for that, folks. always has some very interesting sounds going on in the background. So you can only imagine what a stereo recording from that gent will sound like. Looking forward to it. Be fun. Nice to know that you tried something and somebody else went, huh, that seems like an idea. Maybe I'll do it. So there you are. I will say though, I've told him as much, so this isn't new to him. I much prefer what I'm doing. Now it's more expensive to go out and buy an actual stereo recorder. But, you know, it sounds more stereo than two mono recordings that you're putting together. Although, it's what the Beatles did to get stereo back in the day, right? 
if you listen to old Beatles music, you know, the drums are actually over on one side. The bass and the vocals are over on the other side. You know, guitar is kind of in the middle. You know, that's kind of what they did on the old four-track days of Mr. George Martin. May he rest in peace. <clears throat> so, yeah. So we'll see. I know maybe he'll he'll try a stereo recording for uh, for the extra mile podcast. That would be fun. That would be fun. So, but what's nice with the actual stereo mic is you can do stuff like this. Stereo, 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 stereo. And do that nice little swipe across your head. So. But good luck to you, Carlos. Maybe eventually you'll spend the money for a handheld recorder. The one I have is a Tascam DR05. Or as they would say in British Columbia, Tascam DR05. Because of course, we both speak English. There you are. Finish our warm-up walk up the quarter-mile hill in front of my house. So basically how far a walk I have actually to this telephone pole, electrical pole, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's about a quarter-mile all uphill. And this is my start-stop right here. So let's do some starting. Ready, set, let's do something. All right, so I am going to hold my recorder in the opposite hand from my gym boss, so hopefully it won't be ridiculously loud, but it's what I do when I run, so it's what you're going to hear when I record. I'm reminded back to when I first started listening to podcast that has become one of my favorites and frankly probably one of the few podcasts I've ever stuck with as far as a uh, a listener and that being the Extra Mile podcast I want to say I first stumbled upon that podcast around 2009 and I don't even know how I came across it whether somebody told me about it or what, but yeah, it was 2009, <clears throat> and uh, there's this guy on there, his name is Kevin, and he used to do his, his opening and closing of the show while he ran, and he ran with a gym boss, much like the one I have here. Well, I remember one show, and I don't remember how long he got into it. I want to say, 
I've definitely been listening for a year, maybe a year and a half. And he commented that there were people that were complaining vociferously. There's your big word solve, eh? I'm sure there'll be more. Um, <coughs> means a lot. I'll just save the trouble of looking it up. And, uh, yeah, they were complaining. It's like, I don't really like listening to that beeping. And being the nice guy that Kevin was, I think he turned the beep down or, you know, edited the beeps out. Yeah. I have a different take on that. And that is, you are getting every penny that you spent on this podcast. So for every penny you spent on this podcast to come and listen to this, you're getting every penny's worth, which of course is zero. This is free, so no complaining. So, wouldn't be a run-talk-run without a conversation about the weather. And today's weather is actually pretty interesting. So, so it's very much a fall day here. 57 degrees, very cloudy. In fact, it is so cloudy. How cloudy is it? Well, it's so cloudy. I can literally look at the sun and it not hurt my eyes. Because literally, all you can see, I wish I brought my camera. It's just this bright spot coming through what's probably several layers of clouds. Of course, I have sunglasses on anyway. It's, it's a bright, it's a bright kind of a cloudy kind of a day, so. polarized lenses still help but but yeah <clears throat> very very cool for this early in August and that's been our weather this week it's been very good weather for running nice and cool in the morning or if you have to run in the afternoon it's only been about 78 to 83 in the afternoon. Not warm at all, really. Certainly for this time of year. It's a very, very good running weather. Cannot complain. Nor should you. Because remember, this show is free. So.
me find my satellite. Another little satellite. Only, only awesome free. On little satellite. Oh where, oh where has my satellite gone? Oh where, oh where could it be? There we are. Good. Hmm. That's right, I forgot my gym boss. Eh, the hell in it. Alright, race it, let's do something. JD. And I'm out for a run. I suppose this is a good thing considering this is run. Talk run. And you're hearing some very different sounds. I am not in South Central Pennsylvania this morning. I'm in Central New York visiting my mother. Probably in name only. It will probably will not be what I normally call for a long run today, but anyway, doing my long run in the housing development that I grew up in. So there's a, a one mile loop that pretty much from my mom's house. And then I'm all the way around and back to my mom's house. And it's pretty much like dead on one mile. I think it's like 0.98 miles. Pretty close to a mile. But be very different than what I'm used to because that whole mile-ish has a whole elevation grade of plus 13 feet. So, I am at Flat Town, Flat Town, New York. Turn here. And in fact, what I may do you heard me mention I brought it and then I forgot to grab it but I'm a little late today so just do something here and just stop this for a second and let's do this let's go back to the beginning 
on that many. Let me go run settings. Data screens. Alerts, yes. Alert, run walk on. Status on. Run time. Let's change that. Back, get back there, you. Get back there, you little demon. Started on settings. Here we go. Alerts. Run walk on. Run time. There we go. Run time. Yep. Love it. Walk time. Love it. Yeah. Good. Get a, we'll get a 60-30 run in here. That's if I even hear the alarm on my, on my watch. That's why I like the gym boss. <clears throat> you can actually hear it. such a light sound when it beeps and I have I have some hearing loss in my left ear so it's hard for me to hear high pitch frequencies in that ear which of course is exactly where my watch happens to be so we'll see we'll see what we'll see That's my buddy Tom used to say oh, oh there it is so it does buzz a bit. So hopefully, that's probably what I'll notice more than anything else. All right, cool. <clears throat> so welcome to Central New York at probably about 6.30 in the morning. I'll try and get in an hour and a half of running. Whatever distance that is, it is. Nope, that's that. This is, the, this is the tricky thing here. So, of course, the heart rate monitor is going as well. So it buzzes for the heart rate monitor. Like, is it buzzing for that? Is it buzzing for the, for the run walk? Yeah, Garmin needs to come up with a better... Yeah, I'm pretty certain that's... That seems like more than 30 seconds. <coughs> just rue the day that I didn't bring my gym glass, but it'll be quieter for the recording. I guess that's a good thing. So, anyway. Oh, there's my, there's my walk again. 
Let's see, can I get that on a screen, maybe? Yeah, see, Garmin, that would make more sense. Here we go. Here we go. Better. All right. Good. That's what we'll do. So maybe we can look at a screen and see what's what. Yeah. So it has a very pronounced buzz for the walk. But then it's kind of like a whisper buzz for the run. Barely perceptible. Well, one might say imperceptible. I can't feel it. And I am geographically a lot closer to Solvay today, so Solvay being a suburb of Syracuse. Alright. Yeah, we're going up the big hill here. Yep. The big probably eh, three quarter of a mile. Thirteen percent incline, well not 13 percent, 13 foot incline. Yep. Amazing. This used to seem like a hill to me. Like, oh my gosh. What a hill. Remember riding this on my bike as a kid? We should try to find ways to go down this rather than up it. I was chatting with my mom yesterday. After I saw the data from my walk. And, uh, yeah. Here we go again. Uh, Garmin, your run walk sucks. literally going to have to stare at my watch for 30 seconds every time I have a walk. So. so we may try this a little bit. Thankfully I'm doing a loop so I may just eventually just decide the heck with this. I'm grabbing the gym bars. Enough of you. <coughs> Okay, let's stare at our watch like a fool now, watching it count down, so I actually notice when I'm supposed to run again. Whew. Yeah, this will get old. Oh well. I don't know that Garmin's really expecting you to use this feature. You know, I think most people who have this feature probably don't know they have this feature because they probably don't plan on ever using it. So, all right, well. So it's a nice day here though in central New York. It's gonna be a nice sunny, summery day. <coughs> We're going to be in the 
mid to upper 80s again today. Which is definitely warmer than what we had last week. We had something that felt like early September last week where we were in the upper 70s all week. <clears throat> of course, I mean early September for where I live, not for where I am. <clears throat> it can be that warm here, but generally early September here is usually low 70s. <clears throat> As you'll finish up September here in central New York in the mid 60s. It really drops off here in, in September. <clears throat> and then again in October, so it's interesting the differences between places that are currently are. They're actually only, what, 300 miles apart, one further north than the other. But you know where where I am, we will definitely go into September in the 80s. And by the time September's over, we will likely still be in the 70s. And quite possibly the upper 70s. Some years. into October and we'll start off at like 71, 72 in early October generally speaking by the time October's over we will just have left the 60s and we'll be in the upper, mid to upper 50s by the end of October going into November now, early November is still fairly nice where I live it's great running weather, I'll tell you that. As long as you don't get rain, it's great running weather. So, but here, <clears throat> we'll go into September, you know, in like the mid 70s, possibly the upper 70s, but usually around the mid 70s. <clears throat> By the time you get to the third week of September, you're already starting to have your 67, 68 degree days. That's as good as you get, which is nice. And definitely by October 1st, your high is gonna hit 65 and that's it. But by the end of the month, when you get to November 1st, <coughs> Your high is going to make it to 45, and that's it. And you've probably already seen snow. Didn't stick around, but you've seen it. Uh, usually somewhere around Halloween, you see your first snowflakes. And a big difference, of course, is at night, it's already getting very cold. Um, you know, you'll already have, have evenings where it's dropping down into the 20s at night, run around Halloween, or as they like to refer to it, 
where I live now. Trick or treat. <clears throat> In fact, I have a I have a great memory of going to a haunted hayride about an hour north of here in a place called Parrish. Parrish, New York. <clears throat> on a road called Tinker Tavern. It's a fun name. Tinker Tavern Road in Parrish. And it was a farm, as you might guess. And they did haunted hayrides. Did a very nice job, but it was a one-year one. It was not only cold, so, you know, probably like 22, 23 degrees. And yes, Europe, that's Fahrenheit. So, minus whatever that is in Celsius. And then it was windy. So there was probably a 15 mile an hour wind going through with higher gusts. So because of that, they couldn't have a bonfire. So there was just this area where the bonfire usually is and people huddle around. <clears throat> and in the middle was this big wooden sign that said, no bonfire tonight. And I remember getting up there with my, my friends, doing all piled out of his 1986 Ford Bronco. <clears throat> much larger vehicle than the current model Ford Bronco and uh, we saw that and, uh, this is going to be freezing because of course with the wind chill oh it probably felt like 10 it was frigid it's absolutely frigid <clears throat> so we're like, well, let's go and get some hot cocoa let's at least get something warm to drink and yeah, I mean, it was hot cocoa when they poured it, but you basically had like about a minute to drink it, otherwise it became warm cocoa. And then another minute and it became lukewarm cocoa. And after that, it was just cold cocoa. So it was kind of like getting a, a shot. I was like, all right, I'm only gonna be warm for a while, wham. Slam it all down and throw it away. So, we did that. Came back to go huddle around the no bonfire. Because at least we'd be in a circle. You'd have other people maybe could break some of the wind for you. As long as they, of course, didn't break wind, that would have been bad. Actually, probably the wind was pretty strong, so. Any methane they would have let off. Uh, it wouldn't have been around you long enough for you to even smell it. It's fairly windy, but anyway, we get back, and uh, it's one of those things you, you've seen that you wish you could have a picture, because I'd frame it, and it was the no bonfire sign on fire, because <laughs> people had had enough, and somebody torched it. So we all huddled around the burning no bonfire sign. So, it's a fun memory.
and welcome back. So normally, when a podcaster records and says, they'll be right back, for you, the lovely listening audience, it is a mere matter of seconds, even though several minutes, possibly hours, maybe even days, have transposed, transposed, transpired. I'm tired now. Since they switched that recording off and turned it back on. So you're the one that kind of does the, uh, the time travel, right? Zoom, right into the future with your host. No big deal to you. But this one actually has been the reverse. So as I record this, you've now listened to what I said already. You've gone back into the past, listened to whatever it is I decided to pull out and stick in the middle which right now, I don't know. You know something I don't know right now. Well, you probably know many things I don't know. But one thing for certain, you know what's in the middle of this podcast. I don't have that information yet. No, I don't, puppy. I truly don't. Well, yes, I'm going to find out. Don't worry. I'm going to find out. It's my show. I have to find out. Anyway, and yes, you'll be on it again. You're going to have to tell me your name if you want to be in the credits, though. All right. All right. Run, talk, run. Featuring Barky Dog. All right. So anyway. So hopefully... You've enjoyed all that. You've enjoyed listening to what I added in there. Definitely make for a longer show. And again, I have to be conscious to make, not make it too long because while Anchor FM, God bless them, will let me do all this for free, they will not let me do it for more than two hours. So, those of you who like those two-and-a-half-hour shows, sorry, there is a hard stop at 120 minutes. So, and interestingly enough, I also can't make some of these shows too short. I do my other podcast on Anchor as well, and some of those, by definition, are supposed to be short. So if I do, like, a seven-minute show, a ten-minute show, I'll actually get an email that, you know, one of the many services that Anchor FM is sending my show to will not accept it because it's too short. Not long enough for them. So, this goes to show you can get hit on either end. 
you can be too long and too short. There it is. All right, so let's talk about my training today. So training today is just four mile running. Pretty certain I said that earlier. If I didn't, I've now just said it, so now you know. Um, yeah, uh, either this week or meaning the weekdays, possibly this weekend. I'll get everything organized and sign up for customized training again so that my training has some sort of focus. It's very unfocused right now, which is the problem when you're left to do things on your own. Sometimes it's better just I don't tend to do a lot of racing in February or March here. And in January, tends to be early January, so I can get out of town on a plane and go somewhere and run a marathon. Yes, I do. I do. Now featuring Barky Dog. There you are. See? You made the show. You made the show, Barky Dog. See you later. <clears throat> I don't think that dog is chained, but it refuses to leave its yard, so it's all good. You can bark all you want, buddy. You can bark all you want. Alright. So, anyway. take me through to early February. We'll see what we see as far as travel goes. I will be honest and let you know that the fact of having to wear a mask everywhere I go, including the terminal for air travel, has kept me out of airports. Um, I, uh, I prefer to be unmasked. So, whatever I can do unmasked has actually been my preference. Um, I know. My wife and I did go out a couple times when you could wear a mask into the restaurant and take it off to eat. But even that's just like, you know? wanted me to wear a mask all the time. Would have created one under my chin that just flaps up. But you know, you do what you gotta do right now, right? So, not turning this into a COVID debate. Nope. Nope, nope. So, <clears throat> anyway. So we'll see where things go. Things continue to lessen up. We'll probably consider air travel again, but yeah, honestly, I'll probably take a pass until uh, until this passes by. So we'll see, but 
likes to have have plans so that you know when we get to October things are actually starting to look really promising for early January I can go somewhere in early January if I'm not mistaken uh, there is a marathon in Alabama down around Mobile and I believe used to be called First Light and that would get me Alabama assuming everything goes as planned I'm gonna get South Carolina at the end of October and that will link up all the states on the East Coast from Rhode Island and Connecticut all the way down the East Coast all the way down to Florida South Carolina is the only one I'm missing on this on the seaboard that's south of uh, south of Rhode Island I still need Ma uh, Massachusetts I still need New Hampshire and Maine but they will wait till 2022 at the earliest um, I'd really like to get out of the out of the Northeast um, I know the one I want to do for New Hampshire which is Clarence DeMar the one that I almost did and that one looks very very nice it definitely looks like the one I want to do not a bad drive, probably like seven hours to get there. And I know the one I want to do in Maine. Maine's got a couple good ones, but I've heard the Maine Marathon in Portland is very nice. But now the one I want to do is Mount Desert Island, which is in Bahaba. And you run through Acadia National Forest because if I can run through a battlefield or a national park those are obvious choices for me so, and I've been to Bar Harbor twice before once when I went in 97 so, once as a 31-year-old in September, a newly 31-year-old, and then went back in 2000 for our honeymoon. So, spent several days there. And I just love it up there. It's really, really pretty. If I were a millionaire, yeah. Probably have to be a multi-millionaire. A million bucks doesn't go as far as it used to. So if I were a multi-millionaire, let me tell you, I would most assuredly have a house. Either somewhere around Northeast Harbor or Seal Beach, which are two 
communities that overlook the Gulf of Maine. And that's where I'd be all summer. Yep. Probably go up there in the beginning of May. And hang out until the very first week of October. Pack everything up and go. See you later. And then move to my southern home for October through April. Yep. Not going to happen, but it's fun to think about. So, that's just a very, very pretty area up there. So, and I wouldn't mind the fact that there ain't a whole lot to do up there. That would be good for me. There's one little trick, if you don't already know this, if you're going up to um, Katy National Forest, at least it used to be the case. Right. The uh, the park rangers they don't show up until seven. So if you can get your butt out of bed early in the morning, you can get into that park at six thirty and drive right by the park ranger station where they're going to collect your however many dollars for you and your car for the day. That actually happened to me. Drove in. I got up early because one of the things I wanted to do was go to the top of it's called Cadillac Mountain. There's a weather station up there. Um, it's usually about 10 to 15 degrees cooler up there. It's usually some sort of a, a haze or a mist or a fog. Um, and it's this little switchback road that just goes back and forth and back and forth, like switchbacks do, right? You get to the top, you can see over all of Bar Harbor, you can see out to the Gulf of Maine, um, you can actually see out to Canada. Yep, you can actually start to see the where Canada starts. And in the summer, when the sun is in the northern hemisphere, if you're up there when the sun comes up, you're one of the first Americans to see the sunrise. Because that's the most northeastern point. When you can actually see it because of the elevation, you get to see it a little further. So it's pretty darn cool, pretty darn cool. I did that once. So but then I realized I forgot something for my camera, so I drove back out, grabbed it, drove back in, thinking I was just gonna drive back into the park. But it was now 7.01, or 7.02, or 7.05, it was after 7. And no, there was Mr. Ranger waiting to collect my, I don't know, $10, $15, $20, $20 for the day. And I went, huh, okay, show up before the Ranger, pay nothing. So, <clears throat> so something to think about. If you're gonna go, pack up, go early, save yourself the money. And it's a gorgeous park, so 
you'll probably want to give them a $20 donation when you're done. But if you're up there and you're short on funds, it's one way around that. Just don't leave the park until you're done. So, there it is. So, what else? What else, what else, what else? So, that's training. I have, uh, I'm supposed to be going to the gym later today, but probably gonna stop doing that again. Because we're now back to the whole mask mandate stuff here for gyms yeah we short left that started on monday so as i record this two days ago i'm not really enforcing it heavily but they will you know regardless of vaccine status you need to wear a mask so again i would bail on runs that required me to wear a mask i don't want to run with a mask on it's just no fun all right, not gonna do it. Not at this juncture. Wouldn't be prudent. Just not gonna do it. And you do not wanna go to the gym looking like Bane from one of the Batman movies. Particularly since I'm already grabbing my thing of astringent and a rag, which we've had to do all summer, to go ahead and squirt and wipe everything down, which, I know, that's something that could continue, because nothing more disgusting than to get on some piece of equipment after somebody's sweaty body's been all over it and, and bothered to clean it off. So, that's just hygiene. But yeah, you know, you don't want to spend a half an hour lifting weights with something over my face. So, it's a shame. That will probably stop happening until the mask thing stops happening. So, there we are. So, we'll have to figure out a way to do some of that at home. You have a small home gym. Don't have the amount of weights, obviously, that the gym does. And my only, it only cost us like about 10 bucks a month for my membership because I'm an add-on to my wife's plan who is more than happy to walk around all day in a mask. So, it still works for her, so. There you go. <clears throat> I have a feeling now they'll be updating their swimming regimen again, so. couple months where 
my wife and I can swim together in the same lane. But they're requiring masks, since they obviously can't require one in the pool, and we'll probably go back to assign lanes and having to sign up for everything. And that will basically mean I get to listen to my wife complain about how she can't get into the pool anymore because Yorkers are pretty crazy swimmers. I actually had a girl, I think from Spring Grove this year who actually won, I believe two bronze medals at the Olympics for swimming. Because it's a thing here, right? Wasn't a thing in central New York. We had lakes all around us. But here, we're fairly landlocked. And yet swimming is a thing. It is most definitely a thing. So I'm not surprised we have an Olympic swimmer within 100, 100 miles of me. Well, Spring Grove is probably 35 miles from me. So. And of course, Mr. Phelps down in uh, Baltimore, that's only 50 away. So, so yeah, it's a thing in this area. It's a big deal. What else, what else, what else? So, that's training. Um, so this is the second week in August. Let me go back. And of course means there's only two more weeks of August. And then, it's September. And at the end of that first week of September, first week or second week, I have to look. We have the bird in hand half marathon. So, one of the things I'll be doing today is sending out an email to everybody who gave me info and letting them know about the meetup on Friday and then plans for after the race. But in order to uh, make sure enough people hear it, I'll start saying it here. So the meetup is going to basically be, if not mistaken, from I think like 4 4 30 at the pavilion. We have rented until about probably 7 30, 8 o'clock. It'll be getting dark by then. And people need to get some sleep before the race the following day. We're going to have it catered for 40 people. And those of you who gave me info and I'm receiving the email, there is links, actually there are links, better English, to Dwayne's Venmo and I believe Cash App or PayPal, I'm not sure. Anyway, there's an electronic way to get Dwayne your money. Because Dwayne's the one who, who fronted who fronted that and then our caterer is going to charge $12 for adults 
and I believe it's $8 for children for the meal. Which, let's face it, if you go to McDonald's, you're going to spend that kind of money. And all your other friends who are doing the race the next day won't be there. So, it's a good deal. Since most people like pasta, I'm going to do pasta. I believe there's like a salad. I'm not sure I'll have to look at it again. It'll be in the email. But there'll be food for everybody who lets us know they're coming. And that brings us to the next thing. Uh, I believe you have until this weekend to sign up for Bird in Hand. Um, honestly, a little surprised they didn't sell out already. But like Dwayne and I, they have to start making their plans for how many people are going to show up. So they're actually going to stop entries. I believe it's on the 14th of August. So if you don't get your, your dollars to them by the 14th of August, well then you ain't going. Because again, they have a giant picnic lunch for everybody afterwards. So they need to know, is this a picnic lunch for a thousand? Or is this a picnic lunch for, you know, 2,000? I have to be able to get ready and buy all that stuff because, you know, it's not as available as it was in years past. If you've gone to the grocery store, you know what we're talking about. So, they have to make their preparations as well, too. <clears throat> so, I suppose at that point, it will be a sellout you won't be able to get in so there it is but um, we'll send that info out and then go ahead and get Dwayne your your money and if you want to show up and just hang with us um, I will be giving Kevin the information later so he can post it in the Facebook group site, which is where I think most people will look, and I'll post it in the Strava site in case there's some non-Facebook people. I know just plain Dave doesn't do Facebook. I don't do Facebook. So, but I believe oh, just plain Dave does Strava. But I also have a a social site on Garmin, and he does do Garmin, so we'll make sure it gets posted, but the message, though, is if you want to show up at the last minute, that's absolutely fine. We'd rather you showed up than didn't, but of course the caveat is we're not expecting to feed you, we're not feeding you, right? Just goes to show, right? You won't be able to show up on the day and hand anybody money, all right? I'll try and keep this as organized as possible, which is nice with the cash apps and the Venmos and stuff. There's a record of who did what. So there's no confusion as to whether or not you paid or not. We've got a nice little, well, Dwayne, I'll have a nice little readout as to who paid them and who didn't. So, because again, folks, 
Dwayne's out the money until you pay him back. So that's all I need to say. It's a good group of people. I don't need to explain that any further. So then, of course, we'll have the race. There'll be the meal afterwards. And I am going to request, and I'll say it again on the Friday at the meetup. I'm going to request, no matter how fast or slow you are, more so for the fast people, obviously, that you hang around after the race. All right? Lots of people tend to boogie after they're done, like most races, you know? I'm going to do this in an hour and a half, and there will be a guy who will do it in an hour and a half. It's a doctor. He shows up every year. He wins every year. He may not win this year. Because we have an ace in the hole in Mr. Twiggs, who may give him a run for his money. Considering Mr. Twiggs has run 100 miles, so you can run 100. What's 13? Right? So we'll see. We'll see. Mr. Twiggs may come out the overall winner, which would be cool. Right? But yeah, he's somewhere around the, you know, the 130 mark. So, in case you're listening, Chris, there's your target. Go get him. But you know, then after that, you know, I expect Just Plain Dave will not be far behind him. Dwayne will not be before Just Plain Dave. And at that point, we'll be at the two-mile, two-hour mark. You know, a good chance Anthony might finish under two. Might be some other people who finish under two who are coming. I think the majority of folks will be two plus. So I'm not actually sure what I plan on doing. Um, I mean, my my plan is to pick a buddy, whether that be a, a male or female buddy, and just go for a run. So, a number of people who I'd like to be able to do that with, especially since there's some folks who I've, I've never been able to run with. My buddy Joe, AKA O'Neill, is gonna be there, and even though I've done what, at least two or three runs that Joe has been in. I've never actually run with Joe. So that's a possibility. Um, Chris Russell is going to come and he's going to run. Now, normally, I would be another one and be like, alright, well, yeah. I wish I could run with Chris Russell. I wish I could keep up with Chris Russell, but I can't. So, he's definitely faster than I am. He's just playing Dave speed. Chris Russell's going to bum me. So who knows? Maybe I'll be able to run with Mr. Russell and check that off my list. Maybe my plotting will be a nice slow jog for him. You know, and of course there's other folks. Obviously, 
I've run with Mr. Darling before, love to run with him. Love to run with, I've run with Katie, she's coming, love to run with her. Obviously would love to run with Kevin. Although I think Kevin's gonna do more of a walk. Um, which would be advisable since I think he's going to be trained well enough to finish and it's very liberal for the finish time so no worries but I think Kevin's probably going to hang back and I don't know we'll see he's probably going to hang back closer to the three hour folks and do more uh, do more gwinning than anything else if you're not familiar what gwinning is Instead of doing a run walk, it's a, a, a walk run. So, like I'm doing 60 30 right now. Run versus walk. Flip it. That's winning. So a minute of walking and then a quick 30 seconds of a run. And Kevin's got hills, so don't get me wrong. Cincinnati has some nice hills, but unless he's going into Cincinnati to actually do his training, which I don't think he is, it's going to be hilly for the guy. So, planning on a slower finish is smart. And that's what I would tell anybody else. If you come from a place where you have to go look for a hill, add a good Add a good 15, 20 to your finish time, you know? Take a full minute off your pace. So. I always pick on them, but you're gonna run in Florida or you know, Virginia Beach. And you buzz along, we'll say at 10 minutes per mile. I'm on 11 or 11 and a half when you come to PA. Make that your goal. You can always be faster at the end, right? You can always be faster at the end. But if you're too much, too fast at the beginning, the only thing you'll be at the end is slower and in pain. So, this is definitely hilly. Not as bad as South, South Central PA can be, but it's hilly. So. And it's early uh, September, which, again, considering our weather today, could be hot. Um, could easily be 85 degrees that time of year. Not commonly, but it could be. So now you figure heat and hills. I'll just tell you, if heat and hills show up, whenever you run at home, take two minutes off. That's your day today. Unless you're running, you know, Flagstaff at altitude, or up and down the Sierra Nevadas. around some place that you don't have a lot of hills and it's warm here I would honestly have to say you know, make this a fun run take two minutes off your normal pace just enjoy the scenery 
go home with that cool, that cool metal. So, anyway, so I'll be sending that e email out later today. My air conditioned house. Those of you who are poised to receive it should. And then, really, the only thing left to do is to, uh, you know, wait for folks to show up and enjoy the, uh, enjoy the race. But, before I knock this off, actually, I got to turn this off here. Yeah, it's already getting hot. Feel it. Um, a little extra walk here before I start up again. And three, two, one. So I want everyone to stick around after the race. Don't disappear immediately. I want to wait until everybody has crossed the line. All right? And that means some of our walkers, all right, like my friend Suzanne, maybe close to the four hour mark. All right? So that means you need to stick around at least until 1230. All right? Don't just disappear. All right? Because what I'd like to do is I'd like to get a post-race shot of everyone that requires you actually still being there. So please hang around. All right. I realize there are some folks who may not be able to. I believe Chris probably can't do that. Chris Darling. He's going to head out after the race. He's not sticking around for the evening, so he probably has to get back to his hotel and shower. So, likely when he finishes, it's going to be, hey, there we go. Yeehaw. So, we will try and get one before the race just to make sure we don't miss anybody, but we'd love to get one after the race. Because, of course, after the race is when you'll have your medal. So, have ideas for that photo so please help me out if you can all right three two one stop all right that's my run and that's my show so hope you've enjoyed it hope it was fun to listen to hope you took it on your run on your drive in your car honestly that's where I listen to most of my podcasting is while driving, although in these times, um, I've actually been listening to podcasts like I normally would have watched TV in the evening. That tends to be my time. So rather than sit in front of a TV, I will turn on my podcast player and listen to a couple shows. And it's also nice. I can still buzz around the house and do some things while I'm listening to it, so pretty neat. But there you go. It's enough chatter. Enough chatter for today, so thanks for uh, taking us aboard. I still say us, because again, I still don't look at this as just simply being my show. 
Anthony is here in spirit. Dwayne is here in spirit. Nate is here in spirit. Even if they're not here for this particular episode, that will change at Burton Hand by right now a factor of 40. <laughs> so there you go. All right. So from South Central PA, this is JD saying, have a great day. And since he's not here to say it himself, toodles. <laughs>